practical now for many years, and he's he's been here. Uh, usually, I get him in once a year or so, uh, and um, he's kind of recognized almost as a, a theologian of the river, uh, in that he always brings a good. I don't want to put anything on you, but there's always a <clears throat> a good word, and I've over the years I've just uh, uh, seen uh, a treasure of of God's word in him. And so please give him liberty. And we do a guest ministry. There's a little more freedom time wise and the kids church are prepared. So I do, I, I did tell him he has uh, till 10 after, but there is liberty and I want you to flow with the Holy spirit. We want what you have because you, yeah, yeah. Amen. So give us what you got. Okay, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Wow. I I love I love this place. I love this place. Thank you, Lord, for blessing your people, making them free, satisfied, blessed, filled with joy and freedom. Pour out your blessings, Lord, and multiply, multiply, multiply your love, your grace and your joy and victory upon them. We thank you, Jesus. Mm-mm. Melted. <laughs> wow. Shoo. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's trust the Lord this morning for His goodness, for His grace. And He's a good God. He knows our needs. He knows what is the situation. He knows everything about us. And... Uh, like like the prophecy was, you know, let, let's trust Him. Let's trust Him because it's coming. And yeah. he, he really knows what is, what is He after. You know, He's after us. Wow! The Bible says, mercy and goodness will follow you all the days of my life. Can you imagine? He's after us with His goodness, with His mercy, and with His grace. So it's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. Yeah. He, there is no, no, no other reason. No other reason. No angels, no cherubims, no universe, stars, whatever, you know. We are, we are on the focus. Right. We are. The Bible says we are the pulpit of His eye. Can you imagine? We are on the focus. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And it's because of Jesus, not because we deserve it or we are important. It's because... What Jesus did right. on the cross. Thank you, Lord. We trust. We trust you, Lord. We trust you. I wanna um, share something, and um, I really believe uh, God will move. God will move on the surface of your life with His Word, because the Bible says not that because we are very active preachers, but the Word of God which we. Uh, which we preach is living and active. <laughs> and I trust the Word of God. I don't trust my powers, my abilities, or whatever. I trust the Word that one word of this book can, can, can change the whole situation. It is living and active and it's filled with life. That's, that's how, can you imagine that? That's how we were saved. By the proclamation of the good news upon uh, our lives. We were born again by the word. We were totally changed, you know. And divine exchange come, came to our lives just, just because of the good news. How, how much more today, when we are born again and redeemed, how much more He's going to pour out. Yes. Uh, 
Wow, Shababa. Wow, dear. Uh, oh, wow. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about His goodness. The Bible says that, that there is a door. There is a door at the temple, in the temple. And the name of the door is given to us in the New Testament. The name of the door was the door called Beautiful. Wow. This is so sweet. This is so sweet. You know, the first miracle in, in the newborn church after the Pentecost, the first miracle mentioned and performed was, uh, took place at that door. And I really believe every time we see something performed for the first time, it is to establish a pattern, to establish something which we can follow. So the first miracle described in the New Testament after Pentecost took place at the door, the Bible says, called Beautiful. They used to bring a, a lame man, and this guy was born lame. Can you imagine? He, he never used to walk. He was totally disabled. He didn't... He didn't know what is to walk, what is to be a normal person, you know. So that was his condition he ever been. They brought this guy every day and placed him to the right place. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter with what uh, kind of disabilities or uh, spiritually or physically we are found and we are born. If we are brought to the right place, God has the power to take care. And they, they knew that there is, there is in the temple, there is beside the temple. Actually, the temple in Israel was the, the focus of their nation. So they used to bring that guy uh, every day, but the Bible says they placed him, they will position him at the gate called Beautiful. And one day, Peter and John, they went to the temple during the time for, for a prayer, and they passed by. And the guy was looking, asked for some alms, some, some money. And, and Peter uh, turned to him and he said, look at us. L look at us. Well, he was looking at them already. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's like focused, focused, focused. <laughs> Peter was telling him like, focused. I have something else. Uh, don't look at me like the, 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 the next guy who is going to throw some pennies to you. Right. Look at us because we have something different. We, we have something special. Yeah. Well, what God has for us is, is unique, is special. God is not helping us in the way the world is helping us. Because this guy was helped with the natural and with the world for so many years. But the, the money of the world, gold and silver, they were not able to uh, change his situation, to give him new existence, new life, and to bring him into the temple. This guy was rejected. The, the, somehow, because of his situation, they used to believe that he was uh, in a sinful condition and uh, didn't allow him to enter into the temple. He was looking people going in and going out like their faces shining, the, the, the burden of sin removed and taken away. They were rejoicing, feeling forgiven. And, and he has never been allowed to go into that place. That was the, the, other, the other issue, you know, with him disabled and a beggar and just they will give him some money and maybe his parents or the people who are taking care of him had to take the money and give him just some bread and water or whatever and the next day they will bring him uh, in, in the same place 
Can you imagine what kind of freedom God is bringing to us? He is making us free of dependence on the help of other people who are taking advantage of us. Whoa! The only person... The only person who is going to take advantage of something when you come to the temple of, of God and to His presence is going to be you alone. God is not taking advantage in us. We are taking advantage of Him. But He really, he really enjoys us and He really takes pleasure in us. But it's not because He's taking advantage. He's the all-sufficient one. Praise God. So they brought this guy and Peter said, look at us. And he said... Uh, don't, don't, don't expect to give you the same, the, same, um, the same thing you have been always receiving. I have something else for you. Silver and gold I don't have. He said that not because he didn't possess some money, okay? But he wanted to cut the, con- to, to cut the connection with his expectations. In the moment he said, silver and gold I don't have. The connection was of the expectations of the guy were cut it off. And the guy was like, so what are you supposed to give me then? And that was the right answer. Because Peter said, I have something else. What I have, I'm giving to you. Who was Peter at that time? He was famous. Amen? He was famous. It was after Pentecost. He stood up. He preached to uh, thousands of people. They, They were going to the temple Every day. So he was famous because the Bible says that the people were waiting for his shadow just to overshadow them, to, 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 to bring healing to them. So the guy, uh, Peter said, look at me. What I have, what I possess, I'm going to give it to you. He was a, a normal, a powerful, potential person, you know. So maybe hope came into the heart of this guy that he, he, he can receive something, what Peter has. But listen, Peter doesn't have silver and gold. What he has? He has has divine power. He has extraordinary life. He is special. He is unique. The the, the hope was stirred up. And you know, don't think about Peter. Think about Jesus and God. When God invites us to this place, when God calls us, look at me and focus on me, uh, He is making us like Him. That's what the New Testament says, that God is establishing the image of His beloved Son in our life and in us day by day, day by day on us. And then Peter grabbed his hand and he said, in the name of Jesus from Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the Bible says, and immediately, immediately his body received divine power. The guy jumped and started walking and dancing and rejoicing. And it took place at the gate called Beautiful. Then he entered, you know, hanging, hanging out with them. He entered for the first time into the temple. Listen to this. His entrance to the, to the temple, the way he entered, the Bible describes it like jumping, rejoicing, overjoyed, filled with excitement. And I realized it speaks about Jesus. He is the gate of the sheep. He is the one through him we have, uh, uh, by him, we have access to the Father, access to the Holy of Holies, access to the glory and to the presence. But we are supposed to enter into that place. 
carrying freedom, a total freedom, carrying on us a new image and rejoicing, rejoicing, being made free. Isn't that amazing that the way, that, that, that's what the Bible says, open the gates, open the gates and enter through these gates with praise, with, with rejoicing, with yeah. freedom, with yeah. excitement, with new attitude. That's what Jesus is able to do for us. To give us access into that place with thank, thanksgiving, with, with rejoicing. Our situations change. The only way we can find change in our life is through joy, praise, and worship. Trust in Him and being thankful to Him. Oh, hallelujah. And the guy entered, you know, and he was... He was still uh, in, in today's company, and can you imagine what a what a what a what a picture it was like? Uh, uh, looking, wow! This is this is the way. This is the way uh, given to us into the temple through the gate called beautiful. I want to proclaim. I want to proclaim something this morning that this gate belongs to you. It is given to you for many years. This guy was. Uh, placed to that gate and he 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 used to hang out there and just to stay there but uh, nothing happened but it speaks that jesus was appointed jesus was appointed from uh, the beginning of the world even before the foundation of the world the bible says the lamb of god was slain but at the right time you know like two thousand years ago jesus came jesus and was given to us like a sacrifice on the cross, and God opened that gate. That got opened. So what a wonderful time we are living. We are not waiting for the promise, but we are living into the realization of the promise. And it is awesome. We must take advantage. We are not living in the Old Testament waiting for the fulfillment. Now we are living into a new dispensation yeah. in which Jesus was looking for this time, for this realization. And the Bible says, uh, for the joy we which was said before he suffered so much we are living in the days of the realizations of this joy praise yeah. god and and i want to proclaim that this gate stays still stays wide open for you and God is giving you access. That's what Paul says in the New Testament in, in his epistles in the book of Romans and Ephesians. That through him and by him we have access. Access to the Father. Access to the glory. Access to his grace. But listen. This gate is called beautiful. The beautiful one. And I really believe that we are, we are in the best place. In the best position. Because this beauty belongs to us. God is going to make on uh, like a divine exchange or therapy or to pour out this beauty and to apply that beauty that power that holiness upon us upon our ugly disabled whatever situations doesn't matter you know even born like that yeah. you see uh, i pro I i'm bold to proclaim this morning that uh, for for some things you have never been able you know, to, to do them, to be that kind of a person, to get rid of them or whatever. There is freedom from above, a supernatural one, which can bring divine exchange. Yeah. You, you don't have to struggle. That, that, that's, not, that's not the point. That's not God, what God expects from you. You don't have to struggle. You have to trust Him yeah. and to trust Him and to trust Him of what He has promised 
Because he said, the heaven and the earth, they will pass away, but my words, they will stand firm. Praise God. And I want to proclaim the beauty of Jesus upon your situations, upon your disabilities, upon your life. What Jesus possesses, what Jesus is, what Jesus represents belongs to every one of us. You are brought to a special. You are not brought to the dung gate. You are brought to the gate which is called beautiful. They got a lot of gates. They got a lot of gates in this city. But this guy was brought to the gate called beautiful. This is the gate appointed for us to start uh, a new life and to bring change and to bring something else into our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me, let me go a little bit to the Old Testament because I was meditating on the Word of God and I saw something in the Old Testament which, you, you know, the Old Testament is called like the shadow of the good things to come. It means everything in the Old Testament written is a representation and a shadow of the good things which were appointed to come during our dispensation. So what you read, I like to read the Old Testament because when I see something good, I know that it is not a promise just, but it is also a present reality for every one of us. That's the difference. That's the good difference. That makes difference. Praise God. So I went to see about uh, the doors in the temple. And, uh, you know, the temple was built by Solomon. And every detail is given and described to us. And listen what the Bible says. Wow, thank you, Jesus. In uh, chapter 6, 1 Kings chapter 6, from verse 31. For the entrance... Of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood, the lintel and five-sided doorposts. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved, carved, carved on them carvings of cherubims, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. And he spread the gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees and the open flowers. Isn't that amazing? Can you see these, these entrance? Can you see these doors? Solomon made that door to the inner sanctuary. It is not the, the door which is uh, outside. You know, it's, it is leading to the inner sanctuary. And it speaks about the holy place of the God Almighty. And if Jesus represents the door which leads to the, to the sanctuary, I, I really believe that every door in the Bible speaks about Jesus. Yes. You know. Jesus and, and his, his um, manifestation and his ability which is given to us. And I, I realize that this door which Solomon built, it, it points to Jesus. It is a shadow of the good things to come. That because Jesus said, I am the door, I am the gate, the ship. And like you see by yourself, this door was made by olive wood, but it was made beautiful. It was carved with all kinds of beautiful things, and it was overlaid with gold. Isn't that Jesus? Isn't that the, the one who became a human, but who is divine? 100% wood and overlaid with gold, his divine nature, which he has always. Uh, and, and listen. I thought about the, the, the descriptions, about the details. And uh, uh, first of all, I realized that this door is made by olive wood. Uh, well, 
usually they will use acacia or I don't know how you call it on yeah acacia wood but in this case uh, the door was made by olive wood and it speaks about Jesus because the olive wood was used with one main person uh, pur- purpose to produce olive oil which was for anointing used for anointing and this door speaks about the anointed one which was sent and which was appointed to be released in our world like the Messiah like the promised one and through him the flow of the spirit started uh, flowing touching our lives bringing changes and he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me he is the anointed one but there is one special thing about the olive wood, which I didn't know, that it grows very slow. Very, very slow. It, it lasts like hundreds of hundreds of years and it will start produce, it will produce, continue to produce olives even when the trunk is empty. It's all ruined inside. It still produces, can you see, it still produces olives. Again, it speaks about Jesus by two reasons. Even when Jesus was on the cross, seems like emptied by the glory, he was still producing, he was still producing anointing and blessings. Father, forgive them. My son, today you will be with me in paradise. And all kind of things like that, you know. And, but listen to this, listen to this. Uh, uh, because it grows very slow, so the, the, the nation of Israel, the people of Israel, they knew about uh, this specific of the, the olive wood. So every family which has children, uh, they knew that when their children uh, are grown, they will be dependent on the vineyards, on the, the olive woods, the gardens, you know. And, and it was an agricultural time, okay? They didn't have Sam's Club, Walmarts, and things like that. Praise God. <laughs> listen, uh, listen, listen now. They knew that when their children will separate from their family, they, they had to have, they had to have uh, olive wood supplied and uh, all kind of things like vineyards and uh, uh, trees of any kind because they were dependent on that food. Right, right. But listen, uh, if, imagine I'm a young man, which I wish to be. Like, uh, <laughs> like I'm 25, okay? And uh, I, I, I just married to my precious wife. And I'm supposed to, uh, to leave my family and to live separated from them. So now I go to my own house and to my own properties. Imagine that this is the day well, when I will plant an olive tree. How long I'm supposed to wait for uh, the olives to come like a, a harvest. 18 years almost. Too late. <laughs> I will die from hunger. Because the parents, listen to this, because the they parents, they knew that spe- spe- this specific thing. When, the child, when a child is born, immediately they will go and they will plant. Listen to, they will plant an olive tree. Every, or many olive trees. It depends on how rich you are. But at least one olive tree or two trees will be planted when the child is born. Why? Because they knew when their children are grown, they will have their own source of produce and harvest, and they will be dependent on that. They, uh, you know, someone will say, but how about if the parents share their olives with their children? They didn't have much, you know, but they, they, can, they could plan the, the, for, for their children and 
supply for them. And, and listen, I realize it speaks about God the Father and Jesus. Jesus was provided for us even before we were born. He, he, told, he was thinking for us. He was planning. He was providing in the face of Jesus everything. So when I came during the communism, when, when the, the, the time of my need arose, you know, God provided the Lamb of God for me, His redemption, His power, His salvation, everything. That's the way we are coming. When we come into the age of our maturity to be saved and to receive God and to find way out of our situation, Jesus is available. He is the olive wood door which He is made. Uh, he is made in that way just to present that He is our inheritance. Yeah. And the Bible says that we are co-heirs and that we are joint heirs with Jesus. Everything which is given to Jesus belongs to us and God the Father provided the Lamb of God before the foundation of the world. Preliminary, I mean. We are so behind. When we pray, when we ask, when we show our needs, we are so behind. God already provided. That's what the Bible says constantly. He, he already knows. And He already provided for us. Isn't that amazing? This goodness is just beyond. Oh, praise God. Just let me share a little bit about the palm tree, open flower, and cherubim. Very short. Okay. Uh, the first thing about the palm trees carved on the, on the gate. Isn't that amazing? Why palm trees? Why open flowers and cherubims? Well, first of all, beauty and design. I agree with that. But God is beyond beauty and design. You know, He, he is not making us just beautiful from outside, okay? You know the fruit of the Spirit has to produce not just uh, outside beauty, but joy, peace, and uh, love, and forgiveness, and all these things. But listen to this. There has to be something specific about these things. And I, I, I made a, a great study about the, the, all these things because we don't have things like that in Bulgaria. The, the, the most important thing about the palm tree, it speaks about joy. It speaks about ability to, 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 to grow into the desert, which is dry places. It, it all speaks about Jesus who is going, going to give us an ability to grow like a palm tree. And palm trees are very biblical. And the, the palm tree leaves, you know, they use them for celebrations. Even in heaven, they were still carrying palm trees, leaves, you know, and, and crying, Osanna. And it is very biblical. And it's connected with worship, with joy, and with the ability to grow into dry places. But the most important thing I have discovered is this. That these palm trees were always date palm trees. They, they used to produce dates. Now, dates is fruitfulness and it speaks about the uh, sweetness uh, that it can uh, support you, it can feed you and supply your life with protein and sugar and all you need. And it speaks about Jesus that, that uh, and, and, and His Spirit and His nature in us will sustain us with sweetness and everything which we need. But one of the, the things which, which blew me away is that they, they made some uh, uh, ar archaeological diggings in Jerusalem in Israel uh, in a special place. It's a long story. But listen, they found some remains. And one of the remains uh, were uh, uh, date pits. Yes. Old, very old gray 
they, they used to seem like dead, you know, worn out and just nothing, just the form. And they kept these dead uh, pits were old 2,000 years. They used to keep them in a special place, just like a proof what these people used to eat or like remains, archaeological. They kept the date date pits for 30 or something like that years. And finally, a a person came who was interested that is it possible, this question arose uh, in in the person, is it possible these pits to produce a plant? And the guy who used to keep these things, he said, you are crazy. You are nuts. We, we, we have never been through something like that. We tried to uh, raise some old, uh, you know, peats and uh, seeds and things like that. It, it is not working. Do you expect that something will grow from this pit? But he said, okay, you can try and we'll see. They, they took the, 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 uh, the pits and they placed them, washed them in a special way with a special the solution. They, they put them in a... Yeah, baptized them and soaked them and, and planted them. And after like 30 days or something like that, a green shoot came out. You know, I wish to have more, more, more English to, to, to explain the situation, but yeah, yeah, your pastor. It's on internet, National Geography. You can go and find it. It is amazing. And this is the palm tree of which God is speaking in the Bible. It has power to produce and grow life. It doesn't matter how old. It doesn't matter how worn out. It doesn't matter how ruined is the whole situation. You or your life or whatever in the moment. The seed of life of which the Bible says it's the word, it's the spirit, comes into your life. It has power and potential to produce new life. Absolutely, absolutely new life to to bring something to you. Wow, wow, wow. I was saved uh, in a miraculous way. I found an an old ruined antique Bible written on ancient Bulgarian. And no one introduced me to the gospel, to the uh, book of John, and things like When I started reading the Bible, it overwhelmed during the communism, in time of darkness, in time of atheism. I, st- I somehow, miraculously, it's a long story, I found the Bible, started reading it. And when I reached somewhere, the, the first king, second kings about the story of Elijah, I ran to my bedroom, fell on my knees, and I gave my life to the Lord. I just say, use me. I want to be like Elijah. I want to be your servant. Use me against the darkness, against the evil. You know, I didn't know what I'm talking about, you know. It was the Bible. It was the Bible producing the fruit of life in me. Repentance, trust in God, faith, whatever. This is, this is a very old, almost 6,000 years stories and things. And the people, they say, oh, it's myths, uh, mythology, legends. or what? No, no, it is the seed of new life planted. In the moment you touch it, kaboom, the shoot, the green shoot is coming out. Praise God. Flowers, open flowers all over. It speaks about the beauty which is stored in us. God doesn't want you to be just a flower. God wants you to be an open flower. 
That's, that's what he wants. I know, I know the potential. I know the power, everything. But we have to pour out the beauty, the aroma, the sweet aroma, everything which is stored in us. God will place us under his sunshine or sunshine. He will place us under the reign of His grace and spirit. So, you know, an open flower opens only when it has the right atmosphere. God knows how to pour out on us right things, grace, kindness, love, whatever. So we may become the same open flower like Him. Jesus gave His life for us and we are supposed to do this. So I proclaim this community, you know, this church, this ministry to be an open flower for this region so the sweet aroma of the salvation of Christ can reach out and draw people like the bees always they go because they are attracted they are attracted by the sweetness they are attracted by the nectar by the beauty of the flower and I really believe something something is stored in us just open don't be afraid to love don't be afraid to forgive don't be afraid to pray and to help because this is what are you appointed to be praise God and I want to finish with the cherubim. I want to make a mighty proclamation about the cherubims. I didn't know anything about the cherubims. They are a huge mystery. But somehow, reading the Bible, just one verse. It's Ezekiel chapter 41. Ezekiel chapter 41. It was the temple again. It was carved with cherubim and palm trees. And a palm tree was between cherub, cherub and cherub. And every cherub had two faces. Listen to this. It is the first biblical explanation of a cherub I got. Or one of the cherubs. Okay. Maybe they have different kinds. But this is certainly biblical explanation. And every verse 18... And every cherub had two faces. A man's face toward the palm tree on one side and a young, young lion's face toward the palm tree on the other side. How about that? For the first time, something hit me so strong and I realized, listen guys, even born again, even saved, even being under the influence of His glory, transferred into the kingdom uh, of His light, we are still living in this world and we are still lo looking like humans, right? But there is something else applied to our nature. I mean something new, something different. We are still carrying and bearing from outside only our human image. But we somehow, we have two faces. Yeah, uh, inside, we have two faces. One of the faces we represent is like for everyone... We look like humans, but this is not the end of the story. We have a lion's face given to us and implanted in us through the lion of Judah, who is Jesus. Yes. This lion, this young lion's face represents the, the, the lion of Judah, who is, is, who is Jesus. His victory on the cross, his victory towards death, and um, his resurrection, his new power, everything. And it is not... It is, not a, it is not about our faces. It is about the face of the young lion given to us. I know that Paul says in the New Testament, from one point of view, it seems like we are destroyed. We are down. We are nothing. That we are casted out. And, and the situation sometimes seems so desperate. But 
Still, in these situations, we have victory. We are not forsaken. We have power. You see the two faces going on. They, the, this door was carved with this, that give, Jesus is giving us an access to our human image. He is giving us an access to the lion's image also. I want to proclaim the second face of victory, power, and, yeah. and, and royalty over your life. And... We trust you, Lord. We trust you that doesn't matter what's going on and what are we through. We proclaim that we will have another face with which we can face the situation. Don't face your situation with your human face. Face the situation with your lion's face because there is something in you. You can be both ways, but choose the second one because that's what Jesus has given you, you know, to be victorious, to trust Him. And the lion of Judah is roaring in us for victory and taking possession all around. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. May God bless you. It was a great pleasure. For me to share the word, we will continue with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was my intention. That was my intention. Yes. Oh, shukabasa pumpa. Lord, we 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 are like a spo- like a sponge this morning. We are we are dry and empty. I mean, of course we are in the spirit, of course, but we want more. That's what I'm talking about. In the moment you say I have enough, it will it will stop. But we we come we come and we say we want more, Lord. We make room. We make more room for your anointing. And we 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 are really we are really we are really uh, uh, hungry and thirsty for the beauty of the door called beautiful and let let this beauty be applied on our situation from outside and from inside make us beautiful make our bodies beautiful lord yes mark them with power with restoration with harmony but also bring beauty to our hearts, Lord, to every distorted area of our hearts. Bring forgiveness, bring healing, bring the, the, balm, the, the balm of Galat, Lord. Pour out wine and oil on our hearts so we won't be afraid to love, to share everything you have placed in us. We want to be like an open flower because beauty is given to us. Beauty and sweet aroma is given to us. And we proclaim the power of the new life, that it doesn't matter where I've been buried, uh, chewed, and, and, and spitted out, you know, f- all kind of situation, buried in the dirt, and doesn't matter, you can find me, and you can place me to soak, and to baptize me with your spirit, and I really believe that new life, new life, green, shoot, can come out of me, proclaiming that God is alive and He has a power to bring me and to place me into His victory and position. And I proclaim, I proclaim the image of the young lion's face on every one of us. Give us this power, Lord. Give us this power so we may know how to pray. We may know how to ask, how to treat the situation, how to proclaim and how, how to look around us in United States and all over the world that, that 
we have, we still, still, still have the human uh, recognition, but you give us the lion's one, Lord, and that's the area we trust. Our hearts, the spirit of power, that's the spirit of power which is given. The kingdom of God doesn't consist in words, but in dunamis power. That's what I proclaim. And royalty, we rule with His grace. We rule with His power and forgiveness. I proclaim the authority. Let thy will be on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. You, you, you are so, so high. You are so high in your position. Head above all heads. Name above all names. We thank you, Lord, and we receive it. And we, we trust you, Lord, and we, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. All right, give him a big hand. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Glory! <laughs> Good work. All right, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Sarah has some announcements. Good morning.